This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is... You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get reward points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Re-e-wind when the crowd say hungbo. Selector. Hello and welcome back to the Andy Takes That Chance podcast. It's been a while but we're back from... The Magic Rock Brewing High Performance Centre here. With myself, Matt, we've got Cozzy and Pozza going through a full lubricant change. No, not that, you filthy-minded people, but the lads are going through a full service of beer and snacks here in Berkby at the Magic Rock Tap Room, where, if you remember, you can get 10% off all online orders at www.magicrockbrewing.com if you use our code of AHTTC10. Let's hit the music. Jetson's there, Billy Chris Billy Huddersfield Town, the most famous goal of Chris Billy's life. Is this the moment for Lee Fowler? It is. Take your place in Division Two, Huddersfield. Oi! Thank you. Champion Steve Simonson's boots now. He's missed. Steve Simonson clears the frame of the goal and collapses in a heap of tears. Huddersfield Town are promoted. Stephen Schindler has a chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town legend. And he takes that chance. Okay, how are we doing, Cos? Pause. How are we doing? We're good. Uh, glad to be back. And yep. A lot's changed since the last pod. We had one. <laughs> <laughs> and pause. You're on the booze. Yeah, not bad, mate. Uh, highly recommend the old town lager down at the uh, Magic Rock. Very nice on a Sunday evening. Yeah, that town lager sold quite a lot of bars now in Huddersfield. Yesterday, I was bumping into it far too many times for my uh, liking. And uh, yeah, could very, tell very me nice. about your uh, radio leads phone. Slurring my words, man. I made said so, pause. Yeah. You did, mate. I you just did. thought Matty Lowe and didn't I get a quick shower and we're listening there. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, I didn't mean it, mate. You were played at wrong side. Sorry, man. Oh, we'll discuss Mr. Uh, Loughton, Loughton, um, quite soon, won't we? Uh, right then, so, Huddersfield Town 1, QPR 1. The result which still sees us in the bottom three, although we've clawed one point back on Cardiff. The Godfather rang in the changes. The slating of the 5-4-1 uh, defender box system seems to have led to a change, thankfully. Town lined up in a 4-3-3. Turton back at right-back. Matt Loughton shifted across to the left. Thomas Vaslick making a debut. 
Hog High Kasumu in the middle and uh, first start for Joseph Hongbo as well uh, and Martin Wagon central Ridoni on the left uh, for me the midfield was a bit of a bad selection by uh, land of my fathers I thought you've got three midfielders there who are much happier being a six than an eight so really what that meant was there was no, absolutely zero support to Martin Wagon in that first half um, but first of all, just on, on the starting lineup, what did you make to it? Because obviously people are, are saying, well, people, when I say people, me, are saying, you know, <laughs> just you, 5 4 1, defend the box, it's not going to yield anything. Um, so, you know, he's changed it, and I have to say, fair play to changing it because it was better. But what did you think of this starting lineup when you uh, were rolling up and you stay ready to start tucking into your your snacks and pies and holding your banners up, Poz? Yeah, I mean, obviously, like you said, it looked like chain formation. To me, I thought it looked more of a. Obviously, from behind goal, things can look a bit different to the downside, but it looked to be more of a 4-1-4-1, I felt, with Hogg yeah. just sitting in behind like a midfield four. Uh, I think you're dead right. There's there's more so, sixes and eights in that in that area, uh, more holding players. Um, but, yeah, like you say, it's better than camping out, especially at home. He did look to try and maybe attack, certainly down on the right-hand side with Hungbo. Played, you know, he got forward. Caused a few problems early on, to be fair. I think first... Oh, 10 minutes anyway we were we were on top and we were a good value for um, for, for where we were because when you saw the starting lineup, uh, you're a man who loves some attack yeah right. I, 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 thoughts? I thought okay 4-3-3 but I thought Jesus that midfield high hog and Kasumu I'm afraid that when you're playing at home and you need goals and you uh, you need wins urgently that ain't going to cut the mustard man uh, I'm afraid I was maybe a bit naively really hoping for a knocky at start uh, obviously you know came on later on yeah I just uh, <laughs> Jonathan Ong was dreadful at, at Coventry and uh, yeah he's never gonna he, I was saying a positive one for a come here for me Fotheringham it's, he's been in jumping in a bed with Jonathan Ong from the start hasn't he I mean obviously the rumours of the bust up and everything and Jonathan Ong's my lead Jonathan Ong's this Jonathan Ong's so to me he seems a guy a bit undroppable at the moment Matt uh, and again he was uh quick to say in the pre-match presser that you know that he's my leader so what does it he doesn't send a good message out uh, you know, to, to likes of Eddie and Kamara to me because on, on performances surely he should uh, be getting more of a start than him but yeah and again I thought oh, you're asking me about the line I just yeah good to see a formation change but are you just shuffling the tech chairs on the Titanic uh, I think Kazuma's been a bit unlucky to have kind of been out of it to be fair but yeah, that midfield three. You're not. You're not going to be really worried about getting swampy goals, are you? And uh, so, yeah, bit under. Glad he changed the formation. Bit underwhelmed with the uh, the parts in there, mate. I think it was a lack of creativity in there as well. There's not. There's no one in there that can drive forward centrally. So they're all you know reasonable at getting stuck in and, and winning balls back. But then you know the passing ability is not really there. Johnny Og not renowned for his passing. Scott Ayer is industrial, works hard. You know, we're looking for those balls out wide, Rodoni, Hungbo, you know, trying to get them on the ball and moving attacking. But it would be nice to have someone that can break from central midfield as well. Ideally, you know, Rodoni in the mid. Yeah, the he kind of really. shoved yeah. him out wide, didn't he? But really, he should be playing as a 10. So he's kind of changed formation and it's changed formation, but has it really been any more effective than what I we were playing to start with? I don't know if it was you, Matt, that were mentioned it before in the other pods, but it's quite ironic today watching some of the highlights of the other games and uh, sensational through ball from Janini Bakuna for uh, one of the Birmingham goals at Swansea yesterday and was it you? I think I can't remember a, a last th- threaded through ball from a, a midfield <laughs> kind of eye of the needle kind of guy for a long time. That 
we just Probably nothing, Laguna when we had yeah, the everything just shuffles sideways, doesn't it? With no one really direct that's going to try and probe in there. So, mm. yeah, I'm glad he changed it, but it's uh, you're not really wedded if you're opposition without three, mate. Well, Fothers did change it in the first real moment of the game. I, I don't really buy into the first ten minutes. We were incredible. Like he was sort of. I never said incredible, man. No, I just said we were a little bit better. All oh, right, I'm gonna say. Mate, <laughs> yeah, I had a drink yeah. and, we were, and I didn't think we were incredible. Incredible, <laughs> might be pushing it too far. We were, we were probably slightly better than, than usual. Well, Fothers um, thought we were great, didn't we? Until uh, until the start, but I, I can't really agree because we didn't really have a shot. We didn't even get in their box. So, um, but. You know, the first moment of the game really is Wagon for me gets a blatant push in the back in midfield, which is a foul. But you play on, and Matt Loughton really doesn't deal with the high ball, and Vaslik a little mm. slow off his line. You got to give him a little bit of leeway because you know he's <sighs> not played for a while and he's just flowing. It's probably jet lag still, isn't it? From flying. Yeah, you can't. Put, I don't think you can put any blame no, on keeper. I think we've probably, is... probably never expect anything like that playing in the Champions League. Would you? Exactly. No, exactly <laughs> yeah. He's thinking, all right, Milo, and uh, ten years in the Premier League, he'll, he'll be able to do with that. It was. It was. Cushioned cr- it beautifully yeah, from Matt. Yeah. It was a quite incredible header. It was. I mean, I have no words for it. Even after watching it back three or four times and. The worst, I mean, I did have a bit of a go with him on radio. He had but plenty of words last night. But the man. worst thing was, I didn't even realise it was his error. To me, it just like a ball that looped over everyone mm. and, and vastly dilly dallied. But no, I didn't uh, realise that. Because uh, uh, obviously, we're quite far back. That south is not a great viewing point, is it? But what were he. Uh, I mean, what a start that. It absolutely sucks the life out of the place. You're just thinking yeah. at you with, it, with kind of the tension before the game. Let's start well and. And that happens. It's like Jesus. <laughs> right, Cosy, we're back on Radio Leeds. You've had your pints. You've had a, you've had a pie. <laughs> so Matt, Matt, Matt Loughton. So Matt Glennon had a go at me because he were like Vas- Vaslik, but I, I, yeah, I know it, I'm a bit a of a Vaslik fanboy. I have to say, slow. I love what he did at Seville, but Matt, you're a kind of a, of a keeper, a, a kind of amateur. Kind level, of a keeper, I like but, that. <laughs> <laughs> not a keeper, but you're kind a bit, of a keeper. I don't know if that's Part good. Part of me thinking I'm defending him here, but. He's not expecting that to happen, so it, it looks like, well, why didn't you come in? For, yeah, but I'm thinking no, he's going to do it, and it's just one of those. He's very rare keeper, like, or am I just from, being too nice to him? What do no, you from there? from my angle, it looked like he was running through treacle a little bit, but it just looked like he was a bit unfit. He's obviously a lot quicker than I'd be yeah. to it because I'm a bit of a keeper. But, <laughs> but no, was I'm just, on about Vaslik. You on about Lawton here? No, Vaslik. Oh, so Vaslick, I thought he was. Right, slow. Yeah. I thought when it came across, I just thought he was a little bit slow, yeah. and then he just carried on running into the stand pretty much. Didn't yeah, I don't understand why we were going but, there. Uh, but, but I don't really apportion much blame to him. It's yeah. a bad header, isn't it? <laughs> and so. who were that? What it? Uh, what it? Tom Lee's? Who's there uh, trying to bundle it off the line when he just managed to Hellick. smash it in? Hellick, Hellick. Yeah. It's a classic tally. Like, <laughs> but Cosy, you're back on Radio Leeds. Let's talk about Matt Loughton and, and the signing itself because we've not really had a thing, had a bit much of a conversation about it. I slated it. A, well, not slated it, but I had reservations when I went on the Brady show in midweek and I did say, you know, if you play in a back five and he's playing wing back, you, you know, you're going to need a, an oxygen tank for him to get up and down. But, you know, in a back four, I said he'd be all right. But he's shovel, shoved across to uh, left. Josh Ruffles finding himself out of the team, um, which I don't think anyone would really disagree with too much. Ruffles has had a bit of a bad time. Um, but this isn't the first time he's been done in the air either. So if you cast your mind back to last week, Gustavo Hamer's goal comes from a long ball forward and Matt, Matt Loughton can't mm. win the header. Um, Hamer wins the header and then gets the second ball. That's that's criminal, really, for Town. 
And then same again this week. He's not dealt with the header. The goal against Hull in the 98th minute comes from a direct ball straight to Matt Loughton and he loses the header. He even got beat by Elias Chair in the air, who's five foot three <laughs> during the game. And I just saw that and I was like, yeah. is he bad in the air or what's going on? But and the Red you know, boots, mate. he's yeah, he just looks like he's struggling for fitness to me, does Matt Loughton at the minute. And that happens, doesn't it? Because if someone's not played for ages and they're thrust back in, it takes a lot, especially at, I know we say 33, we're older than 33, but at that age, as we know, you know, if you've not played for ages, it takes a, it takes a while, yeah. doesn't it, to cut? You could be right, Matt, because I refuse to believe he's been bad as we're showing. I remember that. Uh, well, I remember that. It wasn't that long ago, the Preston Cup game, and uh, he played obviously forty-five minutes, and I thought he did. All, I thought all right. He was good, yeah. Yeah, my friend's a big Burnley fan. He was saying, you know, great signing for you. Uh, it's really good. He's just not part of the new regime under Vincent Company, so uh, it were kind of not. You know, he thought it was a bit of a coup for us and that as well, and. Uh, Obviously, we've seen Kane Kessler go back, and people, you know, looking at that, thinking, "Jesus, would we be better keeping him?" But it's a bit uh, gutting, really, to see him kind of stumbling as he is. And, and Paz obviously mentioned it that they're playing on, on the wrong side, kind of yesterday. But do you think that's just a feedback too? Because obviously, you know, we see uh, fullbacks, fullback. Though. Yeah, it full- don't make, it don't make your head the ball. No, like, you, see, you still sense danger, don't you? Yeah, I mean, really? how slow and, and and the incident uh, I'll probably talk about later on the. Uh, the chance uh, was it chair that uh, yeah that should have been pulled back chair I forgot that guy's name who I proper <laughs> Sinclair but he couldn't even foul him then with that slow one he yeah, couldn't even foul him uh, and yeah underwhelming but like you say how, how fit is he Matt but the trouble is the games what we've got now is it 5 and 15 5 games 15 days obviously including yesterday or 14 mm. days and it's 13 days yeah. now 4 games it's, it's worrying isn't it because you look at him and thinking what is he bringing to the party? <laughs> Not a lot for us. Well, what do you think of Turton? Because I've seen I've seen someone describe Turton's performance as outstanding, and I, I thought mean, again, he got, outstanding I thought he got absolutely rinsed in the first assist, half. Assist, Mark. You given assist, he got the for, the assist. Yeah, he did. Yep. I thought for the goal. Yeah, I thought that was a missed shot. That I don't reckon? care what anybody says. I'm not sure actually. Watch it from the behind their goal. I'm not sure, but mm. I thought first half he got he got absolutely ran ragged by Willock. But second half he played quite well, Turton. I thought. Um, it's good to see. It's kind of good to see him back, really. Isn't it? I think. From I think you ginger. remember what you want to remember, though, Matt. If you if you think at the start of the season, I didn't think he were up to much, and if I you think last season he, he were kind of coming in rather than kind of being a starter, although he was starting a few games. So I remember when he left us uh, with the injury, thinking, yeah, obviously it would have blow, but it wasn't like the 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 turn of, of kind of peak last season. And uh, so no, I'm getting yeah. to the B team game on uh, what it Wednesday or Tuesday, and. Uh, what really impressed me, because I always think, like, if you've had a bad injury like that, you're just, like, taking it a bit easy. We're flying into tackles and, you know, really getting stuck in it. It almost looked like... I'd, it didn't surprise me at all that he started yesterday, because obviously he came off for 45 minutes in the B team, but I'm thinking this would like a trial for Saturday. But I thought it were decent, to be honest, Matt. I think maybe being a bit harsh, and it always makes me feel uncomfortable when we got a fullback playing with his wrong foot, but I get mm. modern game and, and stuff. But it's uh, he's obviously a vital part of... Uh, the Foth's uh, plans. Uh, right, so um, Town equalised. We'll talk about that equaliser where a nice assist from Ollie Turton, Poz. I thought you'd sort of show some ginger solidarity there. Um, <laughs> I'm always asked on gingers, and mate. Is Martin Wagon on ginger as well? I can't tell from, from where yeah, I sit. I think he is. But um, Town equalised through Martin Wagon, and you knew it'd be Martin Wagon after I slated him midweek and the signing, didn't I? Um, yeah, let's be fair though, Martin but I did say four inch score. out, you know. I did, I did say it'd score, and we draw one all. Um, so. I'll take some credit back on that one, but um, really the goal itself is really all about Josie, oh, is it Young Hungbo, isn't it? Yeah. He's, um, it's been a while since we've had someone who picks up the ball and runs at people and has a go 
Um, yeah. And he fouled, and they took the free kick himself. A really decent free kick. We've seen what he can do with highlights at Ross County, haven't we? Um, decent free kick. Goalkeeper probably really should. Free kick. Goalkeeper probably yeah, should I'll do a little bit. Yeah, yeah. 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 Save for the cameras, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, he's fluffed yeah. it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And yeah. And he's, neither, he's neither caught it, obviously not caught it, but he's neither caught it or put it anywhere. I still paused it a lot of times today, and at the time, he went offside. He went offside. We got away with that. Who was? Mind you, my lines uh, that I had drawn yesterday were very exaggerated. Well, I still paused it a few times today, Matt, and I think we got. I've never seen a, a team. There must have been six pairs of hands that went yeah. up. It, it, they were unanimous. It was almost like they all can't be wrong. And I mean, it, it yeah. goal, it's a goal. To be fair, I, if, I'm, yeah. if I'm their keeper, though, I'm screaming at my defence as to yeah. say, why has no one followed this in? Yeah. Because we've had, you know, keepers clawed it away and, and, and two town players have followed it in. If I'm, yeah. if I'm the keeper, I'm getting up afterwards. Oh, Wagon's not offside for so, me. Uh, um, you know, I don't know if, he, if do you mean Ollie Turton's offside because he's Wagon? Because Wagon's, it's a square ball, isn't it? It can't be. can't really be offside. Yeah, I thought it were Wagon that were offside with the ball. Ooh. No, I don't think one he is. The, yeah, I don't think, we'll, we'll disagree on that one. I thought it were just about level. We'll go with level. Well, we need a bit of luck, so we'll have yeah. it. We'll the, one thing, it. the big thing that I liked about it, Matt, just to try to defend uh, Mr. Wagon here, and it was quite interesting. I'm, I'm kind of big on body language and science and stuff. When he scored, mate, Wagon's first thing was to get, let's come on, guys. He was waving everyone back the halfway line as if to say, won all against a team that we should be hopefully beating get back to happen but there's guys peeling off running towards the, <laughs> the sidelines and you, people, people didn't even score miserable yeah. game. we've scored at home but, but no he's right it's swag on you know come on there's business still to do but there were other guys peeling running towards like the uh, the bottom tier the uh, the uh, Lawrence Batley stand and I'm just kind of thinking no mate it's like I just thought it was smart it was just kind of interesting to see that that this was a guy a proper professional knows the job in hand was to try and win the game rather than the other people just like running off celebrating the goal but it was uh Maybe he had some on, mate, Saturday yeah. night, you know. Mm. No time for celebrating, yeah. he get home. Maybe he's watching no, Happy Valley later, Poz. Yeah. That might be it, mate. He might be X-Factor or something we're on. Yeah, we have to finish uh, this podcast early because Poz wants to go home and watch Happy Valley. Happy Valley, story. mate. I tell you, there's a big screen sat behind me. If it's yeah. 9 o'clock, we're still starting. It's getting on. <laughs> Just going back to Ungbo, though, mate, and your, your comment about not really having anyone to drive forward, I think you spot on. I think probably the last player that we had that did that were, like, Van Lepara. And yeah. I know he divided opinion massively, well, he but kind of he used to, it, yeah, he kind of, he worked as a sobby. He was a bit more of a knock and run type though, rather yeah. than industrial, you know, like trying to use a bit of skill. Um, and he did well, mate. He kind of yeah. brought a little bit of life. And obviously, like you said, the lad who sits next to me used to work at um, St Mirren and he's, when he's lining it up, I'm like, nah, there's no chance here. And he's like, no, no, mate, I used to, you know, I used to work up there and I've seen a lot of his free kicks and they're going to be decent. And, you know, all right, he's made the keeper make a save, which is what you've got to do from that distance. And you don't know what happens. Yeah. And he's another one though, yeah. isn't he? He's one of these that we've yeah. brought in and he's not played for a while. You know, that's what worries me, Pods. I, I kind of walked out of there thinking, wow, this guy has to, he's not a... This guy has to deliver for us to stay in the division. And have we got to this point where we're relying on a guy who were on St. Mary and had to play Watford? Ross County. Yeah, Ross County. And, and it's like, I'm thinking, this guy's got to do something for us. And obviously, it started yesterday. Well done, you know, for his. It's funny, though, isn't it? Because the reason we let Sola Thomas go, because he weren't ready to perform yet. We've brought in a lot of players who aren't <laughs> good enough or yeah, not good enough, sorry, not fit enough, who haven't played for God knows how long. They can only do 45 minutes. I find it all a bit. Weird that, but anyway. <laughs> but what did you just roll back slightly well, to Wagon? What did you think of his his performance? Because I thought there were a couple of nice layoffs in there, but I thought with the he had a lot of lack it's of a bit support. Slow, isn't he? He's yeah, a bit I, slow. I thought he was a little bit a bit isolated, laborious but no worse or yeah. better than anybody else that's tried to play that position. Really yeah, yeah that's what I mean. He's, he's neither better nor worse than anybody else, and I do think if you can get somebody a little bit closer to him, he's a bit more 
stockier yeah. near than Rhodes, so well, maybe it could hold it up a little bit more. I think that's what, um, with the formation, wasn't it? With you've got High Kasumu and Hawk. Hawk's obviously yeah. the sitter, and High and Kasumu are high. Well, they have energy, don't they? And they're kind of getting everybody's face. That's Although the thing, Matt. That's when Scott I gets in your face, Cosy, it's like being offered on by a twelve-year-old boy. <laughs> I think the problem is, well, it's not a problem. Bless him. We like him. Though. We like for Scott. me, Wagon's not someone you can really bring on for the last twenty minutes looking for a win. So to me, he's got to start most mm. games. So I think he will, and it's like. It's uh, it, it looks yeah it works hard the uh, it was quite ironic last week uh, the fans at Coventry were yeah. thinking it's yours because he's shit, shit. Also. <laughs> I think that but you know a bit harsh really maybe but yeah obviously he scored the goal he were there in the what is it the yeah goal box, in the box kind of thing which is what we were kind of told we were getting but it's uh, yeah it just it's just one of those like, I can't blame you for kind of being a bit shook shoulders Matt because when he, we got him because no one knew we were coming to be fair no. we normally know was coming oh, yeah. at the time and and. I remember Snuff. just like flicking on my Instagram. I'm like, eh, that's Martin Wagner. <laughs> you know, and like, what was wow, he doing here? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, we've given Fathers some uh, some pelters, haven't we, on, in the last few weeks on, on the podcast. Well, we've not done a podcast for the last few weeks, but we've given Privately. him since, <laughs> since he came in, yeah. And um, But to be fair, we, we, I, we've all really hammered his substitutions, haven't we, in the past? And some of them have been um, really ineffectual. But the triple sub he made around the hour, mark was actually a really good move, I thought, from Fothering him. And, it, and Hoggy... We, we spoke about Hoggy briefly. He's, he had a, an absolute red Yeah, he was awful. He, he, had a, he had a bad one, which, yeah. to be honest, you have him though, since the you? World Cup, I think yeah, he, We've Hoggy's, all been there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I think no. since the World Cup, Hoggy's not quite been at, no. at the levels, but you're in a position, really. Where I think this season, ideally, people have been, had a win one into Dean Whitehead, um, yeah. Jonathan Hogg, you know, make him a bit more bit part, if you like. But we miss when he's not there, we miss his leadership. Yeah. Um, but when he's there, he can't do the things he could a couple of years ago. Yeah. And it's kind of, you're in a tricky spot, aren't you? But... When he's on it, he's still got it, hasn't he? You know, he still looks good, but yeah, it's when, he he, looks, when he's not. He's, I mean, um, to be fair, yesterday I thought we were going to put a message in our uh, internal communication group, um, <laughs> as we like to call it, and I thought he'd get sent off because he just seemed yeah. really angry. There were there were an incident right at the start. I think Wagon took a bit of a no- uh, an elbow, I think it was. Yeah, um, elbowed, yeah. And Oggy were raging, and I thought, you could just see that he were really, really up for it. Yeah. And you're thinking, when Jonathan Oggy's up for it, it can lead to yeah, maybe it's kind of the game that he has, because sometimes he's almost trying too hard. Yeah, you know? maybe that's it, um, yeah. But yeah, it were, it were poor yesterday. And, yeah, uh, we don't I really think we looked better when, when it came off, to be and fair. And Scott I came off as well. And Scott, to be fair, Scott I was probably, I know it's a really low bar, but he was probably <laughs> the best of the three, I think, in some ways. And, because um, Kasumu did well actually after those two had gone off Kasumu came, no, came yeah, into the game Kasumu, right, didn't like, he? when he gets in the box you don't have a clue does he I mean at the end nice. it's like what were he doing like, he builds <laughs> in the box with like four yeah, and you, you thought just lay it off yeah, four, and yeah. he just He's not, that's, 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 that's not his game though, is it? Just yeah. do, and he didn't he just yeah. he just ran into a, a, a leg in to the end to be fair Jordan Road should score there yeah a good save I thought to be fair for the keeper it was a smart save good save but you know um You've got to give credit, and Anthony Knockout came on, and I think what was it? You just when Knockout came on, I thought Lionel Messi were coming on <laughs> with reaction from fans. But Christ. the thing is that I thought the fans were really good uh, throughout the game. I thought they really just got after behind. that, mate, yeah. for that sort of ten fifteen minutes, everybody yeah, kind of everybody, came together, and it were almost like the yeah. subs in, inspired the fans, which is, well, is it, credit to Fotheringham for doing. We actually that. went on the front foot because Knockout played like a front foot, and then later Diara came on as well. I think the only sub that I didn't really get was he brought Josh Caroma on on the left and Josh Caroma did something really nice on the left and if you take moving from the left hand side he's useless isn't he and then he moved him after that to the right hand side and then he just it just yeah, completely took yeah. 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 he liked that he uh, likes to cut inside doesn't he Caroma he likes to come in and whip like, Matt we're getting his conch ready yeah I've got a little bit of a we're a bit cold yesterday though but obviously Thomas has gone 
and last year pretty much corners were goals for the time. Yesterday with Rodoni and them corners, it were like oh, I'm awful. almost like Adam Moy back yeah. with some air. But I, I <laughs> we had so many corners. But what what were going on there? What is Adam Moy were a decent corner taker? No, it's de- that that's what worries me for us yeah. to like last year main weapons to score from set pieces. If if that's the standard that. Oh, I think in second half I'm not having yeah, Jesus yeah. anywhere near Sauber Thomas's level like some people were trying to make out it's just absolute nonsense no, no, no. I think they were, in, inst- they were in second half they were I think from the as I look at the right hand row, side we? we got three corners in a row yeah. the first man so we took a short one and I thought oh at least we've learned you know I can't kick it that far and then Diara tried to put one in and exactly the same thing happened and I thought four corners there where if you've got yeah. someone like Sauber Thomas playing you've got four really good chances I mean you can't just It'll probably hit one of them won't you Sauber yeah, Thomas yeah. You know, why is it like that because Fotheringham tells us about this, the best training this and we're training this and that is it just one of those that a bit like when England cock up on penalties and that it's like you can't yeah, you recreate remember, the game situation in training we're playing against ourselves, so you know we probably will score for a lot from corners because we're only playing against town because I, I, I kind of walked away from the game yeah I watched, maybe, maybe just, just float a, one in though you don't have to, I, you know you see these players and they're trying to get whip on it and bend and all that they're the just best corners put, if you get it right they are but if you can't do it just float one in keep it away from keeper put it about penalty spot and let just let like carnage occur. Keep, keep it, keep you it know. got it. it floated. Oh, keep put it on the box and just see what happens, you know. But yeah, if you you know, maybe let someone else have a go or whatever. But yeah, we're just disappointed that we'd forced all them corners. Certainly, you know, one after other in quick succession, yeah, we never really built any momentum from them because they just broke down so fast. Um, I thought we saw maybe flashes in the last twenty of what Mike Fotheringham might want his team to look like, to be honest. Um you know, because mm. he, he was talking about intensity and moving it quickly and everything that he says and that we've not seen. You kind of saw bits of it in that last sort of 20 minutes, didn't you, with... Because he goes on about more attacking players on the pitch and it's the situation that he's playing against at the minute rather than what he would like to do. And when we had Diara on there, I thought Diara was brilliant when he came on. I thought he, he, he was great. I thought Knockout really knitted everything well together in that final third. Yeah. He was the, the glue around yeah. it all. I thought he was really good, Knockout. What I liked about Knockout, Dave, Dave Artrick was... Uh, Oh, Dave Fumbling away in the press box. <laughs> Waxing lyrical. Yeah. The thing with Waxing Knockout, Matt, and, and, and again, it's not, I loved his hunger. He was yelling at the linesman. He was yelling at the players. Oh, were angry. This he is were, not he a guy. It, maybe you can say like he's not exactly in peak fitness, but this is a guy who ain't come for a to, for a piss tech. This is a guy who's come to make stuff happen, and that's mm. music to my ears because we need someone like that. Yeah, and, and it, I mean, to be fair, he put that little ball in. Who, who did he put it into? Would it? To, he, he, he skinned someone out wide. And yeah, he just like yeah, 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 little ball. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he just just his movement and his smile. He just you just thought was Palmer proper. It's like do you know? It's like when you play five. Side, it? I literally yeah. was just going to say, you know I, think, I think it was before you came, me and Cosley like, said exactly the same. An old guy like turns a, up. An old yeah, chunky guy yeah, turns yeah, up. Who is this guy? And you think yeah. he's going to be crap. Absolutely. Like rinse and rinse rinse you. Rinse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're running around like an arsehole trying to catch him. And you're like, <laughs> and, and if the first thing he did were like charge for about 20, 30 yards, like a big sliding tackle, and everyone's yeah. going, my own, that is the biggest worry in it because he's not fit. Yeah. And he's the guy to me who, who can't play half measures. He's just going to give everything. And I do, I do really worry that, you know, God, please don't get a muscle injury. Either I, it is him and Umbo. I think that they're our season for them two, mate. I, honestly, mm. I believe it's that. on them two, mate. Huge, mate. Yeah. They they can win us some games. Them Not two. Florian I don't look at. Barry, no? <laughs> 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 Who? No. Oh, no. He's got it. Preston. Ain't no, no, I agree. never to be I seen agree. again. Then I agree with Cos. I think the idea might be to start Hungbo and then bring knockout on with yeah. 20, 30 minutes left. To and be fair, I think he took, what it did, that Dave Artrick that talked that up and really? yeah, he said that did Dave on his podcast that okay. that's my, where we might have to be. Yeah. But you know what? If if what happened, 
like on Saturday is kind of the par for the call. I think that's the problem with a lot of the fans, Matt, and, and I'm getting frustrated as well because like we we see this kind of roll of the dice yesterday with you know half an hour to go and uh, people are well why would this happen at the start? But I think the problem is we've got a lot of players who aren't fit enough to start games, and this is the mess with what what a mess we've got yeah, ourselves. Yeah, I mean we did we it? did play on front foot, but whilst we were doing that, we did leave gaping holes at back as well they oh, had two really good chances that one, you know on another day as Mark Fodrin <laughs> likes to say you know they go in and we lose we lose three when I think against a better side than QPR that happens so yeah we're really good to see us playing on that front foot and getting forward during all that period we didn't really test the keeper or create a right lot yeah we had we were we were up for it and the crowd got behind it which was great to see but if throughout the game Playing that way, if we did that for ninety minutes, we'd be really exposed that back. And Probably I don't think you can. Yeah, you couldn't. You couldn't play like that for ninety minutes because it'd, yeah. it'd end. Especially against someone better than QPR as well. Because I think, I think that's the thing. You just end up getting. I think what they're trying to do is keep it tight, stay in it for 60, 70 minutes, yeah. and then yeah, which I don't mind because a yeah. team playing down at bottom of league, you know, if you can't, if you don't lose, and then see where you are. Yeah. Let's see where we are. Feel them out. Can we? Can we nullify what they've got? And then last twenty minutes, try was, and go for it. That's what Danny Cowley know? used to do, though. They yeah, used to, yeah. Uh, Danny Cowley, we, we used to start games really crap, didn't we? First 20 minutes was so dull, but yeah. it was like a feeling out process and you're kind of like looking for the weak points yeah. and then they'd have a, a game plan for 25 minutes and then it yeah, changed Yeah, they used to break to it down, didn't they? Yeah, break it into yeah. fours, wouldn't they? And then the last, and then he'd talk about game changes, wouldn't he, for the last quarter Yeah, of the bring game other people and, on and stuff like that. And, yeah. and know, we're just going to have to put up with it though, Matt, because I, I just, again, going back to that Swansea-Birmingham game, I've started referencing our old friends at Birmingham, but they get they come back from the dead. They get an amazing two, three, three kind of goal in injury time. And and I guarantee that if that had been another time, what a point at Swansea. Get, and they had a corner. Yeah, and yeah. we'd have thrown about two men back. <laughs> John Eustace put everyone up. And I get someone to, you know, Swansea had 10 men. But they were like, we want them three points. And I, I just think yesterday, Matt, if we'd have got a goal, we like quarter of an hour ago, we, we'd have retreated. And I do, I, I really just mm, worries me a little one. bit that. I get like what you're saying. We kind of saw a little bit of fod ball, what you know, what we wanted to see fod later ball. on. But again, Blackpool have put the snag. We score. We're after an hour gone. Yeah. Rhodes gets a goal. We're winning one 0 What are we going to do? Do it? A push on for a second or B retreat. Right, yeah, retreat. Yeah, well, then like, they get a draw. And deeper, a deeper, deeper. Was was this a good point against QPR? Do you think no, it was disappointing? I, I think we disappointed. Matt. You know what, Matt? I thought I said it on the radio leads. I, I knew at half time we won't win. I don't know what, what you were feeling. I thought we are not good enough to win this game. And I, I thought, thought we could. I thought we could, but I didn't think we would. No, if I that didn't makes think sense. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. And like you said, the gaping holes at the back, it were a bit worrying because they didn't, they missed one or two great. That's what worries me because I'm thinking, yeah. oh my word, we're playing Burnley at the end of the month, Norwich are coming soon, and it would have been more quality. It, there seemed to be a bit of a um, an issue with the back four where there were a lot of holes, but it was like they've just gone from a five to a four, and they just yeah, seem to be getting a little bit of an change, adjustment period. Yeah, yeah. 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 Helic and Helic went off, didn't he? Pearson came on, you know, injured, that's a massive loss, isn't it? It's massive because he's, I think he's last one or two games, he's been a little bit. So so, but I think if for that, I, thought I think for me, if Pearson's good. fully fit now and we're playing four, it's for me, it's Pearson and Lee's. Do you think so? Yeah, well, I'd have Helic over both. Do you think? Yeah, yeah I'd have Helic over both. I, think, I just what think they've got a bit more understanding. Yeah, yeah, playing together a bit longer. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe. Where, you know, for, I know Forrest. I don't want to mention them, but I have done. It's like I don't know, maybe different, but they they maybe have got guys in. They bring loads of new players in. Everyone's fit and a fiddle. They inspire them to win. It's like number of press conferences now. Yeah, but he's not played many games. He's not played many games. It's We've backed ourselves into a corner, haven't we, by just guys who've hardly played any football. It's, it's where it's we are, though. This that, that's pops, where we are, mate. This it's is the thing the fans are wanting these guys on the pitch. And, the, you know, 
These people have come to Huddersfield Town though because that, well, well, we've picked yeah. these players to come to Huddersfield Town because they're, they're, they're decent-ish players and they're not getting in elsewhere and they're within our budget. So we, we can't go out and get someone, we can't poach and anybody from anywhere because we can't afford. Games in, in any of these That's what I'm saying, the, 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 have, these players think. that are coming are, are sort of also runs elsewhere because Unborn, they're, no. not, they're not good enough. Wagon, no. you know. um, but coming to a club like town, six months, put themselves in a shot window, can they get a full time contract? Well, as you've said it, we knock out, they come and they're hungry. It, it might be short-term contracts are the way to go. And then we Jeez. sign them probably for about 15 years on ridiculous wages, you know, because that's what, what we do. But, it's gonna be, you it? know, it's going to be interesting to see these lads that have come in, are they playing for a move? Even if they're playing for a move somewhere else, it's going to benefit town. So my, my worry is, though, like you said, they're not, they're not, they're not oven ready. They're not ready to go, are they? They're not, they're not ready Johnson. to play, you know, which is... What Fotheringham wanted. <laughs> That's not what we've got. I can't so believe you know. went full Boris there. With I know. I can't right. think of another word, mate. We're going through my mind if I'm going to have to say it. Right. I think what we'll do at this stage, we'll take a bit of a break. It's Cozzy's turn at the bar, and we'll come back shortly. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Cozzy, what, what's your favourite away day? Matt, it's got to be the city ground at Nottingham. Just old school stadium, you're right near the pitch, great atmosphere. But there's nothing like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Right then, we're back. So some advert that we've just had there that we have no control over and don't know what it was so hopefully <laughs> I hope it, it was something nice. dodgy <laughs> <laughs> uh, right pause uh, you are a representative of the Cowshed Loyal you you know let's let's be right you founded the Cowshed Loyal with a absolute bell end back in 2008 that's yeah, 2008 what happened to Dan, him. Ben not 2014 yes um, so we'll move on from that um, <laughs> because they will disagree vehemently. Um, but the Cowshed Loyal, so the banner, let's talk about the banner and, and let's, we'll be serious for this section. Um, there's been a lot of talks of protests, um, but for me, everything, everything, or not everything, but there seemed to be a real sort of um, disconnect or everything seemed disjointed. I'm not, I don't mean Cowshed Loyal, I mean everybody sort of talking on social media. Um, the protests itself were different, uh, people wanting to target different people for different things and, Everybody had a different opinion. It was either at Lee Bromby, at Fotheringham, yeah. at Hoyle, at Phil, even Phil Hodgkinson. Um, and there was a real sort of, for me, looking at it, there seemed to be a little bit of um, an issue of where some, not everyone, but some people didn't really know what they were protesting at. They were yeah. just angry and they just, just anger. change. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is fine. And maybe just sick of us being crap, which I think every, all of us are. Yeah. Just um, do better. <laughs> I, think, I think essentially, I think people just want to head on a spike in yeah. some, in, you know, because we're not very good and... I don't. I, I I understand that, but things like saying Phil needs to go because he's a seventy-five percent owner are misleading. Phil's resigned. He's had nothing to do with the club since Dean came back. Um, it's the pure administrator that you know currently has that seventy-five yeah. percent, which Dean still 
negotiating with, but Phil's resigned. Uh, people saying Lee Bromby is running their club. Lee Bromby does not run the football club. Uh, Dave Baldwin is doing that at the behest of Dean Hoyle. Um, but the, the banner itself, um, as the Arctic Monkeys used to say, this house is an Orcus Berserkers. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, the banner for me, right target, I thought, right time. Message maybe wasn't the best, I'll be honest. Um, but I think what's important to say is that it's got people talking uh, and it started a conversation. And for me, what, what that means is that the message on the banner becomes less important because more people are now starting to discuss the um, real issue. Uh, yeah, discuss yeah. the actual issues of why they're why they're annoyed and why they're angry. I think the reason why I'm annoyed is because Huddersfield Town have been given an opportunity, two opportunities now in the last five years to really push on mm. and grow, and we've shrunk and gone back into our own bodies, haven't we? Um, like like the chode that we have. <laughs> like a chode yeah, in the cold. We get so close every but, time, don't we? They yeah, somehow manage to cock it up. But, you know, yeah. and we were in a great position in the summer to really push on and we could have mm. gone for the playoffs again. And those those sales and the way that we've gone about recruiting after those sales have really put us in this yeah. position. People will say that they're not happy with the appointments of Danny Schofield and Mike Fotheringham. And yes, that's on Lee Bromby. You know, if you're not happy with that, you can, you know, point your ire that yeah, direction. Yeah, if yeah. you're not happy about how the club's been run, then that's pointing in. You need to have a word with Dave Baldwin. If you're not happy about the money that's been spent, then you need to have a word with Mr. Hoyle. Um, so there's a lot of different things as to why people are annoyed. And let's be honest, I think all of us are annoyed at some, yeah. at some level. Yeah, but yeah. what this banner has done for me is it started the conversation um, I think the first question really, Paz, was it a protest? Because that seems to be the thing what people are saying, what a pathetic protest. But from listening to you guys, the, the idea wasn't really to actually do a classic football protest, which no, is, you know, you're banging on the door out. and wanting yeah. someone out to, yeah. you know, it wasn't that. It was more more about conveying a message, am I right? Yeah, spot on there. I think, you know, leading up, leading up to the game, there's been a lot of talk on Twitter, social media, you know, forums of we need a protest, we need a protest. And I, I were very similar to you and at the start of the week, you know, so I've come to these people who were saying let's have a protest was, well, or at what, at who, with the end game of what? Yeah. You're going to go down screaming we want Dean Oil out. Yeah, the man wants out. He's literally <laughs> trying to get out. So yeah, there's no point exactly, in that. Yeah. You know, you can scream about, like you said, Lee Bromby making bad decisions and stuff like that okay he gets sacked what does that change in the immediate it changes, it nothing. changes nothing because there's no transfer windows there's no money to spend so you know what what can he do nothing can change on that respect you know you can go to Phil Hodgkinson as he says day to day gone he's not, involved, he's, he's not yeah. even there anymore so for us the message were more of a it was to to just maybe try and start a conversation it weren't a protest as such if we were going to organise a protest it would have been done as like with the fan marchers you know yeah. and that kind of thing but we didn't feel that there's a, a singular target to go at apart from Huddersfield Town as a whole and the, the, the point of the banner really was A to get people talking and B also just to let people know that you know fans have a disgruntled with the running yeah, of the club and how it's going don't keep putting out the sound bites that you put out don't keep putting out you know, start of the season, we sold 16,000 season tickets on the basis of the things that the fans, uh, things that the club put out and that's kind of never materialised. And I think it's just a case of we've, we've kind of had enough. Um, and I think you get a lot of noise on social media and people saying, let's do this, let's do that. And no one's really ever prepared to take the ball by the horns and do that. And as of, you know, kind of like a focal point within the crowd, we, we did that, but we did it 
as part of us. That that weren't a message for the whole Huddersfield Town fan base because people have come back to us. Well, you don't speak for me. You don't speak for us. You know, you're you're your own little group, and that's fine. We never wanted that to be from everybody. We wanted that to be from from our fan group. You know, we have a lot of conversations with people at the club about various things. We we help out with HTSA matters and things like that. We have representatives of the ATT. It's another thing people always appreciate. Um, they just kind of see it as a match day thing. And we just wanted to, like I say, get that message across that this is how we feel things are going at the moment. We don't feel it's going right. We've had opportunities to, like you say, progress massively over the last you know, five years. Look at the Premier League. I saw a statistic the other day from, I think it was Kieran Maguire, that we were the ninth you know, most, most profitable, profitable yeah. club. What's happened, to a, what's happened from that? And then, like you say, getting a really good position and then you know, kind of throw it away as selves again. And it's like, you know, enough's enough almost. Yeah, stop, you know what I mean? So it were, about. Yeah, basically. I know, <laughs> I know it sounds really easy, but do better. But yeah, it is a case of doing stop better. Losing and, you twats. You know, yeah, yeah. And, it, you know, Hoyle wants out, so he's kind of running it as on probably as cheaply as he can because he wants to put any more money on, which I do understand. I get that. Mm. However, when you're running a football club and you're a fan of that club, it's a little bit different to a normal yeah, business for me. It's but one of, one of the, I mean, like you say, it got a lot of people talking, the, the chat about Radio Leeds, because they know they asked you about it and, and other callers, and it seemed to go down well with, you know, I'll say I mean, those types of fans, yeah, if you know what I mean. Something needed to be said, didn't um, it? That's, that's yeah, of course thing. it did, um, yeah. And like I say, it got people okay. talking. I think one of the most disappointing things for us is a lot of fans have focused on the quality Marcus. of the banner or the bloody, the, the eye were too close to the sea on the banner. And it, uh, town fans are really good at deflecting away the, from the know, main, the real that, issue. Do you know what I mean? The, the like, way I look at that, though, is that people are still talking about it. Yeah, it's, even if no, it's negative, no, um, it's seen. What's the thing? Like, there's no, no bad, bad publicity. publicity. Yeah, yeah it's, it's still being retweeted. It's still being talked about. Discussing it on the BBC website, we're on the picture and stuff. So, you know, it's had that impact that it needed to have. And if it can bring more people into the conversation, um, then then why not? You know, if if there's people out there that had no clue what was going on and have seen it and and done a bit of research and looked into it, then it's had the effect that we wanted it to to have. Um, And we'll see what happens over the next few games and, you know, we'll move from there. Yeah, I mean, I think fans are feeling a little bit taken for granted at the minute like and I'll tell you I don't think I've told this story on um, on the podcast before but Huddersfield Town really pissed me off as a as a customer in the summer Uh, and that was when we got to Wembley and the area that I got in at Wembley was full of Nottingham Forest fans which was difficult and I took my wife and my foot was Charlie four yeah Charlie was four at the time just turned four and the seats where we were were Huddersfield Town for sale seats in the Huddersfield Town section and they were sold by the club to Nottingham Forest fans and there were fights breaking out there was all sorts of abuse being thrown there were families being abused by horrendous Forest fans they were absolute scumbags and I complained to the club Mm. I complained to the ticket office uh, just said look this has happened not happy about it I wasn't really expecting much back yeah but just to let them know yeah Yeah. other than okay we'll look into it and I sent it to Dan uh, I think it was one of the ticket office. I'm, I'm not going to name anybody. Um, I sent it to the ticket office. Um, no response. So, all right, fair enough. Maybe it's not aimed to them. I sent it to a person on the board. No yeah. response. I sent it to support services. No response. And I just thought, this club doesn't give a shit about me. Yeah, yeah. And that was, you know, my sort of, and I felt a bit... Annoyed. Annoyed at Huddersfield yeah. Town Football Club since. Even if they'd have gone, well, nothing we can do about it. Someone, sold, about them on. Someone sold them on. Yeah, I'd have gone, all right, yeah. fair enough. But yeah, to not, just to, acknowledge just to it. not get a response, yeah, it was yeah. just, I know they might have had hundreds of emails and stuff and whatever, um, and that'd be fine. 
Um, but yeah, no response. And I just thought that's just really poor. And it just shows that, and you just wonder whether they actually care that much yeah, about yeah. what the fans say sometimes. And maybe I'm going over the top. Maybe I'm not. Um, but I just found it really frustrating. But my four-year-old shouldn't have to watch grown men in their forties and fifties throwing down and fighting over the top of it, literally on the seat behind him, yeah, almost yeah. falling over the top. It shouldn't happen. Yeah. Um, and someone should care, but they didn't. Anyway, because yeah. they're not quiet. I mean, it's, like I say, it's one of those things, if it's got people's talking, it's had it's had an effect, you know, and people have said, uh, it was rubbish and, you know, what did it do and all that, but it's got people talking. So, you know, I'm quite sure that the club are, are aware that the fans are a little bit disgruntled, but to start doing things like that, it shows the level of that and the amount of people I mean, you've only got to look at... I thought yesterday's attendance were quite good, to be fair. I thought there'd be a lot less there, but maybe that's just because we've not had a home game for, for God knows how long. But, you know, people have... I know a lot of people who have season tickets and, and don't bother going down anymore just because it's not what Huddersfield Town used to be for them. And that, that's a sad thing. You know, they've become disengaged yeah. and they're not bothered. And I get that there's a process going on in regards to the sale and all that sort of stuff, but... If you don't give fans updates and you don't keep them informed, people make up their own stuff, you know. So yeah, I mean, the takeover stuff's all NDA, non-disclosure agreements. Isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so you can't give updates without giving precise updates, though. You know what I mean? You, you can, can say, you can say there's a bit of interest or we're speaking yeah. to some people. and Maybe the ATT you know. is the place for... Yeah, I think the thing that the me pods is like, I, don't, I think sometimes youth, the young'uns, get a bit of a bad press because in some of the bars that I were in before, people were saying, yeah, but... You know, we've been there before in the third division, and I'll still go there, and all this lot. And I'm thinking, well, hang on a minute, what what are you kind of targeting these guys? It's almost like these guys are like seen as championship status, kind of frittering away from bad decisions being made. This is after we've lost his Premier League status. Obviously, we might not think we're going to be there that long, but we're on the verge of going down this where things are going. And it's like these people are just wanting to like just say look it's it's poor and and i think the good thing is it did catch like you said the bbc thing was really interesting because it like didn't just give a match but it had a picture of the banner and that's going nationally so there's like qpr exactly. fans are like exactly. oh god other still fans are happy and then there's i'm damn sure there's a lot of other reporters throughout the country who like flicking through individual reports and oh right so it like you say it gets people talking and that as well and part of me you know thinks like yeah it's it's something needs to be said I thought it was a kind of a smart banner to be honest Pods and, and my worry was uh, that we were going to be getting we want Bromby out we want this out oh, following him out everyone out and, yeah. and, and the worst thing was well, when they say, scored after they we get were. that goal after 12 minutes I thought wow here we go the switch is going to be flicked and to be fair one or two moments but hardly anything really yeah, so yeah. I think it kind of went as well as, as it could have been up to that as well and uh, I just think sometimes, and again, I could be totally wrong and there could be people at the club listening to this, but I, I sometimes think the, the club is a cushy number for a lot of people inside the club and, and they, their ambition doesn't match some of the supporters' ambitions and that as well. And judging by some of the decisions that has been made mm. kind of on and off the pitch, and I get we're not a massive club, and I get like Sheffield Wednesday, for example, 33,000. Sheffield Wednesday got 33,000 against Plymouth like yeah. yesterday in League One, and these other clubs, Sunderland, yeah. we know, we know this, but why don't we want to hang on to that championship? We want to be Behave like a championship club, and let, we I've haven't bit, behaved let, like a championship club since we've got promoted. Be brutally in honest, man. If, if we get <laughs> no. relegated, we totally deserve it as a club. Yeah, hundred percent. Totally we've deserve it as a club. We've we had the whiff for call under the Danny Cowley yeah. season. You know, we didn't eat it. We we kind of maybe got yeah. well. We didn't get lucky last year. Don't get eighty odd points for being lucky, but we had an amazing season. But even then, we they were out of the blue, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. we we've lost we lost as yeah. crown jewels, management players, and stuff. Everything's so, just done yeah. on cheap. That's you, what we I'm cannot say in May if we go down that last game. Carlos knocks us down, which would be the beautiful irony if probably yeah, for him and that as well. Brom, yeah. We cannot say oh, we don't deserve it because every decision we seem to have made 
we do. He's self-inflicted as well, which yeah. is the most annoying thing. If we get to three weeks before the season and someone comes in for Carlos and he leaves, that is massively different to how it happened. You know, like you said, Matt, we had a chance to build on that last season and for whatever reason, the club decided not to go along with that. And it's annoying, it's frustrating because I bought my season, well, I'd always buy a season ticket, but you buy your season ticket on the basis of what they tell you is likely, you know, what they're wanting to do. And I think it's just been missold. The thing is, though, this is the, and again, I don't know if I've had yeah, too, many, too many dreams. <laughs> I don't know if I've had too many dreams. You don't want to know about my dreams, but this, the dream, we scramble up, we stay up, we comes on Waggon's backside the last game, we stay up, playing horrible they football. Me in the crowd for them, to get two all season. We get taken over <laughs> by a guy with new energy, new money, the fan base is reinvigorated, maybe Fothering, I'm not so sure whether he's even the right man leads, but let's, for, let's hopefully cross that bridge when we come to it. We have to stay up at all costs. I am not. Honestly, I heard someone yesterday in the pub was like, oh, League One will smash it and it'd be, it'd be good to regroup. Bollocks. No, we won't. Yeah, it'll be a totally different it's 11 players. Jesus Christ, play you, well. you would sell it's season cards in League take, One. It'd be a mental take. Honestly, it's the last thing we want to do. We have to stay up at all costs. And again, one by one, you're looking like Birmingham had a good win yesterday. Rather than amazed, I mean, obviously, we want Podding when they beat Blackburn. I'm incredible result. Can we beat four against Blackburn? I don't think so at all. But we've somehow got to stay up. I think we can come again, but the, the repercussions if we went down with investors, would they really want to come in in second division? Matt, and, you know, I mean, sorry, division three, league one. It, it could, it's honestly, a different, it's a totally it's different some, club in, oh. it in league one than it is to now. You know, as, as poor as we are, someone can come in and, and put a bit of money in and, and get us back, well, you to, back to, you know, sort of top 10. If you go down, the, the amount of money that comes into the club is suddenly well, halved, I'd go, imagine. You, you go know, back so. to when Hoyle, was, Hoyle bought the club in 2009 and he used to just put sponsor, he used to just put card for, oh, not card for, actually put Yorkshire Air Ambulance on yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah, because nobody wanted so no money to be yeah, made from yeah. selling sponsorship. I feel, but, oh, I don't feel, but with, with Dean, it's a bad thing. I mean, I've been and stuff, he'd been getting abused and, and this, that and the other, you know, but it's, it's really sad it's kind of ended that way. A guy who's given me probably the best times it of my is, life. It is, mate, because no he could have lost the old thing. You either, you either yeah. die a hero or live long enough yeah. to become a villain. And, and yeah. it's almost it's that saying. scenario for Hoyle, isn't it? You know? don't, neither, no, 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 no one wants that for Dino. They, they no, want him I, to walk I, away I'd clean. have had a statue of the man outside yeah. stadium when he did what he did. You see, that you was know? my worry coming in when I knew we were going to ban a pods. Obviously, you, you didn't say which, what it was going to say on it. And I was... Uh, last thing I want to see was Hoyle this or Hoyle that for a guy who's you know his ill health and what have you God will never know I think, what I think like people out there who are you know I won't say that are sensible because everyone has their own view and everyone's entitled to it but I think people know it's a, a collective responsibility is this rather than one one individual which you, you know like at Everton it's, every, it's the board in here everyone's going mental get them out get them out get them out I think at town it's probably a lot of bad decisions that have been made and it's kind of getting to the point now where fans have kind of had enough right. it just, it we're going to need sorry. to wrap this up in a yeah, second it just last showed word. though yesterday didn't it that you know that 10 minutes when the crowd really got going the place I know for them pause it and then it rocking and this that and the other but it, it, were, it were really like it powerful, decent, wasn't it? it? Was. And it again, won, another it thing, you've heard club listening, bloody hellfire, play towards the south stand the second half. It's not an hard thing to do. I'm t- honestly, it makes so much difference because yeah. it's just science, and it? It's like, if you see players running towards you and, f- and knock out, the crowd will get off their feet. Yeah, we're playing yeah. towards a bloody end where there's got like adverts on. Honestly, how it's a bit of proper do everything you can to try and like uh, give yourself the best chance yeah. to succeed. We never do. And that that's just another little thing in, that annoys me. I'll get a banner, I'll make a banner 
the clear this way a second. Uh, honest, I've got, I feel better. <laughs> what did Nigel Clippins used to say? All about the one percent, didn't he? And, you know, know his mate is, 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 is literally that. He used to say as well. His Twitter account was a dirty git. Right, so we're starting to get some questions in from. So thanks to everybody who's said that they missed the podcast. You know, bless them. Yeah, I think the reason why. I think people have sort of been saying, oh, where's the podcast? And I think, to be honest, I think during January, it's just been a little bit of self-help. Yeah. There's, really, only, self there's only so many times you can say the same thing as well, which yeah, we tended to be doing going round and round. For and me, I've never been more depressed yeah. to be a Huddersfield Town fan than what I am at the minute. I think this season... Which is incredible, given some of the situations oh, that we've been it, in. It's the worst season for me since the Wadsworth one in 2002-03. And during that Wadsworth season, I left. I had a season card and I stopped going to play football on Saturday in the... Uh, in the county league, um, but I, I don't really have that luxury anymore. All right, no need to show off, Matt. <laughs> it's not that much of a show. Of it. <laughs> strange flex, Matthew. Strange flex. But it's um, yeah. So we're gonna have some questions about. It. So the reason why I've stopped doing it is just because I found I've just found talking about it so depressing in the last month, and. So we're back now. January's over. Blue Monday is gone. Um, dry January's got, gone. We're yeah, half cut. Dry January. <laughs> so we're back. So that that was it, really. It's just you know, there's only yeah. so many times you can say it's shit. <laughs> and so many ways yeah um, but anyway we, we had some nice comments on Twitter and we've had some people questioning uh, sending some questions in as well um, the first question really is from Dr. Doolittle who says uh, good evening I was going to send uh, for the pod etc etc what model would you like to see from new owners would you like to see something like in Spain with Mallorca or Sociedad or a German one with a supervisory board underneath and a football board with uh, the CEO, director of football, head of recruitment on it. You know what, um, Matt? It's really interesting. Cause I've been like? reading some good articles uh, this week. Like? So obviously, I've come back from Germany and Spain and stuff like that. And the fan-owned clubs, what they're kind of saying, it's, it, it was all about like the Premier League, just ridiculous fees and basically taking. It's almost like feeder leagues now, the German and the Spanish league. But you know what? Both of the both of the kind of the, the, the people that they interviewed, like the fans and, and some of the CEOs, like they won't want it any other way and that as well. It's kind of owned owned by the by the fans and that as well. And you know, when you think about kind of how Bournemouth uh, it's really weird because obviously it got taken on by the Americans there, but they the fans kind of saved them from going under and then mm, it got taken on to, to kind of the next level. But it's to me it's just that foreign investment Matt. I don't what is the investment though? Players on the pitch, the area, the way that they run yeah, the club. That, what, that, what is it that you big want to for see? For me, I've mentioned it before, but it's kind of like the values. I know people will be laughing because, like, I know there's so many fans who'd love, love the Newcastle. Well, to be fair, they've not spent ridiculous, but it's just like probably spent two hundred million, aren't they? Like, uh, yeah, you know, to try and stay in the division. But for me, it's all about kind of the stuff that it's almost like Dino was a perfect owner for me because yeah. Yeah. he made me proud that he you know, the breakfast club and, you know, the cycling rides and stuff like that. The, the tickets he gave away, to, you know, to the underprivileged people so to get for the first Wembley against Reading yeah. and stuff. And I just want that. But then you look at Wrexham, uh, Matt, obviously they're big it's in the news fun, at the moment yeah. and stuff. And part of you just, that must be such a buzz to be on that ride at the Should moment. Should we do there. our own It must be buzz. You've got, yeah. you got to, when you talk about Wrexham, you've got to understand that they're, they're at a very low level to start with. We, so uh, we'll let, let's see in five years. Should we get someone to take a camera uh, around and we'll do a voiceover <laughs> of what's going on? Well, if Mr. Reynolds is still down there when they're in League I mean, 1 and League us. 2 is it is it going to be the same but I, I take your point because I'm very similar to you I think there were a post on a, on a, down at the Mac forum and it were kind of saying you know what, what do we want to go from here and yeah. I'm very similar I want Uddersfield Town to be Uddersfield Town I don't want us to ooh let's try the a local club for local people well, yeah a little Tops. bit like that but do you know like um, 
well, let's do the Brentford model. Let's do the so-and-so model. Yeah. Let's copy it. No, let's create our own model and let's you're let's, you're let's stick child. to it for yeah. a long time. We 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 just like let's have let's have that we like thing to copy, that runs through the club. Let's let's bring people in that can that can drive a, a Huddersfield Town ethos that that works for us. We can't we can't copy Brentford because we're not in the geographical location. You know they can yeah. pick players that have played for Chelsea. They can pick players that have played for West Ham easily. Well, we don't have anybody pick, around well, that. They, they can go for. They can go got, anywhere, can't well, they? Yeah. They can pick players who go. Yeah, know, I can live in London. This is great. We we yeah. have hills and not a right lot else around Beautiful here. Beautiful hills. Happy Valley as well. We, have, we do, mate. Yeah, keep an eye on time as well. Though, <laughs> I we're think it really depends uh, where you want to go with it. I mean, like again, probably sorry for swearing, but Leeds United. It's like they they got up. They got like the signing guys for thirty-five million strikers, but like their look at their fans are like, no, we want to be doing like top yeah, six, seven, yeah. and so they're not happy with the like the model they've got now. They want the 49ers in and the more money that's come from there. It's like I the mean, trouble the is, you get to a stage, it's like you're thinking, honestly, I just like to flirt with them, you know, top half and, yeah. and stuff, and just have a and know that when January comes around, unlike now, where yeah. to be fair, we've. You know, we, we signed two or three. You're thinking, wow, this team, this club are really ambitious and they want to have a go for it. Where you look now, we're yeah. just like plugging leaking holes with I think, buckets. And I think quite I just a lot of people. That builds rather than tears everything down and sells yeah. everything after. It's no quick years. fixes in football. And you know, there is, you can you can go out and spend a lot of money and get it really quickly, but then foundations can soon, you know, come away. And I think Huddersfield Town out, there's a lot of people that see it as a three o'clock till six o'clock or five o'clock or whatever time yeah, on a yeah. Saturday and you might have a midweek game and everything else is don't matter yeah. you know you see people on Twitter replying to tweets at the power and it's like oh who cares because we're bottom of the league and actually yeah but it's a really good thing that's happened and there's a lot of people that work in a non-football capacity or just feel town that do really really great things and they're all something that should we should be proud of mm. unfortunately the football does take precedence and when the team's crap everything's suddenly crap if you know what I mean and I think if we can harness them two aspects together and get a team on the pitch to be proud of and a team of staff and things that happen off the pitch to be proud of mm. for me that, that's all that's how you do I'm not, I'm not you do screaming to be in Premier League I'm not screaming think, to get into Europe I'm not screaming for that sort of stuff I just want to be able to go down there every match with a, we're thinking we've got a chance of winning today we'll play this sort of way and if we play that way and we lose I'll walk away saying alright fair enough you know, the just want to you know, just, just want something to yeah. get excited about. You, you want know. people to go down as well. You want people from Huddersfield to support Huddersfield as well. Yeah, that's you want to be a walk like. around yeah, on your all in your town shirt because you're proud to be Huddersfield. When, yeah. when you were like when one of them German games, you went to the cities and you saw the colours everywhere you went. It was just, it just felt like the, the football club belonged to the cities. Yeah, and exactly. The towns and, and it did for us when we got the Premier League. You know, God, it used to be amazing, like walking the city, town, sorry, and there were all the banners. We, I know it was a bit cheesy, wasn't it? We believe, we all that, but. You know what I felt? Wow, this is a purpose. And the f you went in the bars, and there were town like calendars up and flags and, and stuff like that. Yeah. But that people are a bit almost you, like ashamed I'll to say that it's your town. I'll and tell that you makes something. Me really sad, man. Yeah. I'll tell you something. What I suggested in 2017 to uh, Mr. Chisholm, the head of HTSA, who listens to this. Oh, you I was the HTSA lead at that point. And I, I think it was a conversation. I think it was with Jim. And then there was a, um, a painting I saw that I think it was Neil. I think it's Neil Berry did of the bus and Wagner and I was like and it was phenomenal and I was mm. like this needs to be on the side of a building does this this needs to be somewhere in Huddersfield yeah, where you can do yeah. it and I was saying you need to put things up and an idea I had last year was to create a um, I stole it from the from Man City because they've got something similar but you can have like a, a 
the back of the kiln, the bank, you can have like, it's a huge wall of nothing. Yeah. And you can have a real like long sort of timeline of what we've done yeah. and you can have yeah. people drawing stuff and just, just make it feel like you're, you're part of something instead yeah. of just grey walls Even and in a town centre, like Leicester have got an amazing, I don't know if you've yeah. seen where that Jamie Fadd is like, this incredible yeah, mural. Look at Leeds, because me and you work in Leeds City Centre, you walk around bloody Leeds and every... Frigging boxes painted with leads, yeah. and there's murals, and there's stuff on wall, now. and uh, yeah, new defence. <laughs> well, I well, you know, you walk around Leeds, and you, you know that the Leeds United exist. Yeah. If you walk yeah. around Huddersfield Town Centre, you wouldn't. What's know that, If you weren't from here, you wouldn't know that we had a football. What's club. annoying is I suggested this two, three years before for Huddersfield, mm. and now Leeds have done it. It looks like a copy, which is really. Annoying. It just shows yeah. what you guys have done with Cardshed Law, like in a little space of time. Some of the displays, the banners, it obviously cost and stuff, but time and effort, but. Put all that together, and you get something really of course striking. You, do, you just got to infuse really, people. I'd be really proud, like seeing yeah. some of them displays over the years. It's like, wow, that's my club. That they represent me, yeah. and, and and other people have seen it, like on an Instagram or on TV. It's like. That's bloody good, man. Yeah. That, that's what you see in Germany. Right, boys. We need it's to, a very we long need answer to, to that question. We isn't do it? need to speed up. We need <laughs> Let's to speed go. up because we'll quick fire, quick fire. Five minutes. Uh, right. Happy so valleys on. What's coming next? A little bit of fuzzy bingo. Listen. Tell me about it, Fox. I've got scaffolding in the back. The multiplier. That I'm not here to be these players' friend. Clarity to how we play. And he's your credit to his family. Right, guys, this week, if you scratch off your bingo cards, it's fuzzy <laughs> hey. bingo time. We've got, listen, Lee we've Brombin, got on another day, four, po four points from the first quarter of the season. Uh, um, don't get too high. There was some <laughs> no, there were some very evasive questions. It, it seems to have gone a bit strange. It's very this. political at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I'll ask a question. I, I won't answer Friday, it at all. Yeah. I'll just say something else because it's easier. On Friday, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, needs to, he needs to clarify his own clarity. Yeah. You, can, you can scratch off listen on another day and four points from the first quarter in, in, in the training. Best fans in the league. Yeah. <laughs> Rocking. Right. So let's move on to um, the questions you've asked us on Twitter. And we're going to keep these short, boys. I'm pointing fingers at them. Um, right. So Mark Harrison says, you've been invited to the next FOS press conference and you have one question. Oh, what would you ask Mark. him? Go on, Cosy. You first. No, you go first, Foz. I just, I'll just maybe ask him what his long-term solution to this problem is. Because it's all right doing the quick fixes and, you know, moving players around left, right and centre and trying different formations and stuff. But what is his long-term ethos? What is, his, what is the way that he wants to play? How is he going to make that happen? Anything, Cos, or do we move on? Move on, mate. I'd just ask him if he gets too high, if we win on too low <laughs> and we lose. <laughs> I know, in fact, no, do you know what I'd ask him? How he feels when we draw... If you can't get too high when you win and too low when you lose, what about when you draw? How does that feel? Maybe just in the middle. Just in the middle. Uh, Sorry, Mark. <laughs> Bottled it, Mark. Sorry, mate. Mr. Whitaker, uh, Mark says, I said a few months ago that Fozzer needed to be careful or he will lose the changing room. Has he lost it? I don't think he has. No, I don't think he has. I don't think you... If anything, I think he's good. gained it yeah. slightly. Yeah, and, and early on I thought... I know you can shout a lot of things at him, but I, I don't think, honestly, you can sit in that stand and think that in a team who was, play, who was not playing for him. No They're just not right. They're just, just not very good. good yeah. I, I'll yeah. be honest. No offence, any town fans. Uh, I, I, I think, from a t coaching point of view, I just don't think we look very structured going forward at all. And He's I never been a first team coach, and I think it's a totally different scenario. Yeah, to I don't know if it's football, confidence or, or whether it's just yeah. poor coaching. I'm not sure, but Huddersfield Town don't look great moving forward, and players don't seem to know where they want need to be. And that changed when Knockout came on, but yeah. prior to that, 
from October onwards, we've you been know what, very though, Matt, it's easy. Yeah. You look at his press conference and think, God, how can anyone just sit, listen to it? Because a lot of people beat him with that stick, but it feels like a Jekyll and Hyde character. There's no way Fotherham can talk in these riddles to his players. And sometimes <laughs> yeah. it does look like it, but I refuse to believe that. For me, I bet he's one character like in front of these press conference and post-match interviews and another one on the, on the training ground because, nah, I'm not having that. In the uh, they are playing in for him. Trainings. I don't know if that's good or bad, really, because you're thinking, God, if, if he won't playing for him, then get someone else in who we could play for him, we could storm up the league. Right, because remember, yeah. fast answers, fast answers. Right, <laughs> on-point framing and memorabilia. Um, might ask them to do something with Aaron Moy if they've got it. Uh, it says, whose current responsibility is it to sack the manager and bring a new one in? If he was sacked, then Bromby also has to go by default and therefore would we have to bring in a manager, not a coach, against the model we currently have? Three, what a mess. Um, I'll start that. Uh, who's current responsibility to sack the manager? Well, I think it'd be a collective effort, wouldn't it? Um, as, you know, Orcus maybe could sack the manager. Yeah. Um, the Greek God. If he was sacked, then Bromby also has to go. Do you know what Lee did say that this um, managerial appointment will define a lot of things, didn't he, or something to that effect? Um, yeah. And I think where this is probably going is if we've to sack Mark Fotheringham which I'm not sure would be the best move today maybe I might feel different after Blackpool and Wigan mm. <laughs> um, I think the only person that you could really appoint in that scenario who probably wouldn't take it anyway unless you give him a big whopping amount of money to stay up would be Chris Wilder uh, anyone else I'm not sure would do a better job at the current moment I'm struggling to sort of pick someone out who could. Well, obviously, you can pick out Bielsa, etc. Couldn't you? But uh, anyway, yeah, Guardiola. Bring him in. Yeah, I know what you mean. Or realistically, Pepe, Pepe would be all right. Realistically, yeah, Kevin Keegan might come yeah. back and roll back. It's no, quite it's, funny it's that Brady put it pretty simple, didn't he? In the uh, he did a brilliant write-up. I don't want to championship pot. Who was it? About you that saw it this week, but. It's like we appointed a manager who's never. We appointed someone, Danny Schofield, who's never managed before, and then replaced him with someone who else who's never, never managed, managed before. before. Yeah. And it's like when you put it like that, it's. Uh, What's the point? Yeah, but then again, you can say you know Michael Carrick and. Uh, well, they yeah, always they always yeah, say David yeah. Wagner, but David Wagner was Dortmund yeah. B team manager for four he years. Weird without his glasses on, doesn't he? And and no, less beard as well. Yeah, yeah. less beard than that as well. Like, I don't like to talk about it because it makes me upset. Come on, move on. Uh, (laughs) Dean Smith, we might have answered this, Dean, but it says Hogg apparently starts in the team. Dean Smith, is that the next manager? Come on. (laughs) Maybe he's looking for the job. at Norwich? (laughs) (laughs) He says uh, Hogg apparently starts in the team. If fit after yesterday's performance, can Foth honestly stand by these words? That is the worst midfield performance I've seen in a long time. He even made high look They were dreadful at Coventry average. Yeah, Hogg is struggling, but But I think... But like you said, you took him out and... It's the leadership, isn't it, that you then... Because if we take Hogg out... We look completely rudderless, don't we? Yeah, so in terms yeah. of and also, do you know what? Everyone's entitled to a bad game now and again. Yeah. You can just have bad games, can't you? If he's yeah. having a bad game at Blackpool, then maybe yeah, it's Yeah, that's issue, three in a row then, isn't it? I thought, yeah. I thought you know. Fathers did the right thing in taking him off. Yeah, he took him off, didn't he? And he, Og will have known. daft. He knows why he's come well, on. There's loads of games, and he did not him in that as well. There's going to be a lot of changes, rotation, because obviously we've got a lot of creaking bodies. People's never played many games. So, hey, don't surprise me on Tuesday night. We get quarter seven, we get that message on his phones, and there's five changes. Wouldn't surprise me at all. Right, HTFC Dukes. This is oh, this is one. Yes, is, Dukes. Thoughts on Etienne Kamara's omission from the squad? I think it's mental. I honestly do. I think there's obviously something gone on there. He's, he's linked with Leicester at the start of the window, and all of a sudden he's <laughs> yeah, he's, he's found himself out of the team. So um, I don't think Fotheringham will appreciate things like that. I think if you're at town, you're town, and if you're looking mm, elsewhere, then go go, go play in B team. Kind I'm of just thing. guessing, but I'm just wondering if something's gone on to distract Etienne. It's got to be mad. It's really bit. bizarre. He would give a really curt reply, didn't he, in his uh, presser this week? And that as well I think Johnny pushed him on it and uh, but I just going to have to get back in the, the midfield kind of picks itself and he's like well hang on a minute mate this was someone who you were you yeah, were the next Patrick lyrical, yeah, 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 like, uh, yeah. a little I mean, time ago this 
I mean, yeah. I, I always stick up for yeah. I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a massive fan of Scott High, but I always find, find myself sticking up for him because I find the sticky gets ridiculous beyond yeah, belief. Yeah, it's beyond belief. It's, it's like almost yeah. like a hatred for him, which is yeah. which I find really Local guy done well, mate. Well. Local guy done yeah, well. People don't like that. Yeah. Etienne Kamari's head and shoulders above but Scott But he didn't even High. play yeah. in that beat team so on there the other day when I went. He wasn't even there. So it's like, part of me thought, oh, that means he's going to be there for Saturday, nowhere near again. So it's like, where is it? For me, in our best midfield, Etienne Kamara starts the end. There's 100% the backstory with that, but yeah. Yeah, whether we'll know. For me, it'd be Hog, Kamara, and maybe Radoni as a three in midfield. Yeah. That'd be, like that'd be that, for yeah. me. Uh, that's what I mean. If you've got a midfield that's yeah. absolutely smashing out of the park and backing up, you know, the kind of selection, then fair enough. But we haven't, so it just makes it look even more odd to me. Rugby League Anorak, Andy Jagger says, is there any excuse uh, whatsoever on the club's behalf to go through an entire transfer window knowing we desperately needed a left-back and then start the next game with a right-back at left-back? Absolutely <laughs> insane. I agree. Ridiculous. Well, we've got Headley back who was on the bench. Ben Jackson's Matt, an interesting one. He got injured, didn't he? You, I, he felt like we missed out someone. Again, going back to the pre-match thing, I don't know if you saw it, but to me, Fotheringham, he were pushed on that and he were almost like, you can't always get what you want. And to me, it feels like we went for someone. Yeah, and we, we just didn't, didn't get, get any, him. We didn't yeah, get him. Yeah, yeah. That, that, well, that's how I read it. Definitely, he's not yeah. daft enough. So I know that, that we yeah. did go for a defender that we didn't get, but he wasn't a left-back, uh, even though right. the club might have no. thought it was. Well, I just kind of felt he was like saying back the interview, well, hang on mm. a minute, course I know that, but we didn't yeah. try and get, so that's how it kind of felt. Again, yeah. I could have really signed another keeper, you know, that would have yeah. helped. more clarity. <laughs> uh, yeah, on so another day, mate, we'd have got him. John Broadley says, how long can they leave sacking Fotheringham to still have a chance of staying You know up? what, Matt, after uh, Coventry, I were well down in the dumps and that as well. And, and part of me, th- again, gets drawn into this Chico thing, but you only remember what you only remember, don't you? Because you think of that Cardiff game and Nichols saved a penalty there. And Pat, yeah. well, we were no, great at Chico. That was Stoke, wasn't it? But I, I, you what, sorry? That was Stoke, wasn't it? Or did he save another Stoke? one? Stoke. We right. saved two, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, we saved two against Cardiff. Yeah, I think Cardiff he did as well. well, yeah. well done, yeah, yeah. But, but then someone like tweeted, someone... And it's like, well, Chico's never managed as well, so he's, he's almost like in the same bracket as. 100% record. Yeah. Chico, and the trouble is, it's like, you just want in a reaction. It's just that. But, but I found it hard, kind of travelling back from commentary to think that Chico couldn't have done a. Chico, uh, any worse. Yeah, any worse yeah. than that as well. well because, me, me and you couldn't yeah, have done because any worse. Yeah, because part of me thinks, take the handbrake off, mate. We need. Yeah. And, and I think Chico might do that. Chico. But then. But then you just look, it's just a basket case of a club, and if you're yeah. getting three managers, this is what happens in Spain. They go down, they change the coach about four times. Well, stuff, we can't change manager yeah. again. I mean, I know he's not doing great, but, you know, how many managers... We just turned, I was talking to you earlier it, before we started. We're turning to someone like Watford who have another manager every six months. It's just ridiculous. You can never get no continuity. List, so. You know, it's just stupid. Your eyes. Are we really getting any better, though? You just realize, mm. Are these players that he's brought in, that they, we're pinning his ups, and I'm just not so sure it's going to work out. Yeah. But, but if we're doing it again, it's just a bit embarrassing, isn't it? Chicho, Cosi. Chicho. Chicho. Right. <laughs> Danny Smith says, what does Foz need point-wise this coming week to realistically keep his job? They're all very similar, these. About I said 11 points before yesterday. Maybe Ele- I'm... 11? This week? Well, well I think he means... Well, gone. these next means three games. games. No, I'm thinking next three games. games. Oh, right. One's gone now, aren't it? I was yeah. thinking 11. I'm I thinking three wins. Well, Blackpool and Wigan. I think he, the... needs, he needs four he points. He needs four. Right? He needs four, four. don't he? And then Stoke as well. Next you know, you've got that coming up. Well, that, yeah, that take a, needs, if he gets far, I won't, you can take an old guy. Yeah. from those three, really. Yeah. I think what will really piss me off, right? If we go to Blackpool and say lose, obviously it will piss me off. <laughs> and then we go to Wigan, we're totally attacking Brooks because we've lost at Blackpool yeah, and then we win. Yeah. It's like, no, hang on a minute. Don't, don't be balancing yeah, these two games. Because yeah. he's always big on the next game, yeah. etc. But to me, yeah. Uh, 
The trouble is, you look. Don't, anyone just don't look any further than Burnley because after that, it's it's scary who we've got to play. Yeah, so this is we, a big we're fight. Two, we need, we're going to get kicked out in a minute. I know that bloke's mopping floor like there's we no. We need tomorrow. a new sponsor, Magic Rock. <laughs> finishing with uh, Barry Bazbazo. It's very similar. It says, how long do you think Fotheringham has before he's sacked, and why is it not sooner? A two-for-one question. But well, I guess we'll find out at the end of this uh, this coming week. And the last one really is Love Shack eighty-two. Yeah, love uh, Shack. Classic. Why has Lee Bromby been singled out as the fall guy by so many? As oh, me, you can't ask that question when there's like with 30 seconds before we're about to get kicked out. But then spent two million in the summer. Why is this not good enough for some? We're shite. We've been shite before and we'll be shite again. Don't get the outrage. <laughs> Enough pod. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Is that Lee Bromby's dad? Yeah, that's from Dave Bromby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I agree. I think I think he's made some bad choices, perhaps, but you know, you have to factor in. Quote Stan Turner, Matt. You have to factor what about the Christmas dinner? No, but beer money, champagne <laughs> on beer money, yeah, mate. Yeah, you I think, I think can only piss it. with a cocky given, mate. Let's, let's leave it with Stan Turner. <laughs> let's leave it with Stan Turner. No, just on Bromley, though, just before we go really quickly, I do think that he's. I do think a lot of people are scared to criticise Dean Oyle directly just because of the what's happened in the past. So the easiest man to go after is, is Bromby because he's responsible for the, well, last year, you know, the recruitment. But I was just going to say, last year when he brought else. these free players in and stuff like that, they all did really well. So, you know... You can't have, you can't lord him one season and want him sacked just because he's he's Come had some bad decisions. You can't beers, you can't sign players with fresh air, can you? No. Anyway, anyway sorry. We'll leave it. That bloke's waving me out, so kick. we need to go. Yeah, we're about to kick. <laughs> we're about to get mopped out of Magic Rock. Right, knocked thanks out, everybody for listening. Uh, tune in for the preview show, and we'll be back next week. Goodbye. There's a team that is dear to its followers The colours are bright, blue and white They're a team of renown They're the pride of the town And the game of football is their delight And all while upon the field of play Thousands loudly cheer them on the way Often you can hear them say Who can beat the town today And then the bells will ring so merrily Every goal shall be a memory So town play up And bring that cup Back to Huddersfield So town play up And bring the cup Back to Lads, what's your favourite 90th minute goal? Got to be Heffley against Leeds. A shot from Moy and sliding in at the death, Michael Heffley. Great finish to the game. Shared with my family, only made better by ordering McDonald's via McDelivery afterwards. Three points, not nugget share box, spot on. Order McDelivery now by the McDonald's app. 
Ewan. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 